0: Did you know that you can live a life that's even better than the highest rank your company has to offer? My name is Emily Gibson. I'm a master network marketer and a certified life coach. There is more beyond the rank. And if you're willing to go with me, I can show you how. Let's go. Good morning, everybody. We had some snow here yesterday. And, you know, the pool cover flooded if you missed yesterday's episode, but happy to report no damage was done. (laughs) So relieved. I'm like, oh, this is why people say that pools are a lot of work. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see it. I see it now. So worth it. My kids were out swimming last night in 38 degrees, but it's a heated pool. So it's just cold when you get out. Sean said that If they're going to keep this up all winter, he's got to invest in like a full body coat or put his snow clothes on to go out there because he's like, it's warm if you're in the hot tub watching them. But if you're trying to sit even around the fire pit, it's just not fun. (laughs) So bless him. Okay. Wednesday, October 20th, 10 a.m., the webinar. I keep telling you because I still keep hearing from people that they haven't heard about it yet. So I want to make sure that you know that that is where you want to be a week from today. Free webinar. I'm going to be teaching you how to get in the zone, what the zone is, and why now is the perfect time to do it. I'm also going to be talking at the end of it about where this community is going. And if you're, you can decide if you want to go forward with it or if you want to keep accessing some of the other things that I'm going to provide for you in the meantime. So I'm so excited and I cannot wait to teach you this incredible skill that is the zone and then share with you some other really exciting things with it. So. Cannot wait, have a super big surprise about something that I'm going to start offering that I have never offered before that you're going to be so excited for. So we are going to go ahead and dive straight into coaching today, and we're going to start with Miranda. Miranda. Hey, how are you? Very good. And you good,
1: good, good. What can I help you with today? Um, So it's two things, and I guess I'll just explain a little and you can go on from there. But one of them is social media anxiety Um, because, you know, our business, our Plexus business is like Facebook, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Um, But when it comes to like Instagram specifically... I feel like there's so many rules now with like um, how your feed should look, you know, add information, do reels, this and that. And I'm on the like younger aspect of it. So it's like a, you know, a big part of, I don't want to say the brand, but like, you know, what it's about. And I keep hearing, um, create your niche, find it. If you don't, you're wasting your time. And I'm like trying and this and that. And it's just very confusing. So now anytime I have to like deal with social media, it just gives me anxiety And my other thing is I feel like I'm stuck where I can't create level twos. Like I finally found like someone who wants to do the business and I'm like, great, let's try um, this event. Let's do this, you know, different things. And for some reason, it just never goes beyond that. And then they get discouraged and they leave. So that's where I'm at. Okay.
0: Okay. So which one do you feel like you want help with more the social media anxiety thing or the level twos, not developing thing, uh, level twos. Okay. So tell me why do they, you said, tell me again, you said they get so excited and then they don't go anywhere or what were your exact words? Um,
1: they sign up and they're like, yeah, sure. I'll start sharing. I'll start, you know, with the business. And then once we have an event for, you know, like potentials for them to start the products, even it, it really goes nowhere. Cause no one signs up. So it just
0: discourages them. Okay. No one signs up mm-hmm. <laughs> at an event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and when you think about how, you know, you have this idea of these level twos that come in, they're so excited. They want to share. They're like, yeah, sure. I'll share. You do an event. And then no one ends up enrolling after the event. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then you think, why, why, why is nobody signing up after that event? Yeah. Why? What's the answer to that? why aren't they signing up after the event? I have bad luck. I have bad luck. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I have bad luck. And when you think I have bad luck, what do you feel? I feel frustrated. Okay. And when's the last time this happened? Uh, A few months ago, maybe like four months ago. And when you felt frustrated, when no one signed up because you had bad luck, what did you do? Like right when you were feeling frustrated, it's like a couple months ago, you did the event, nobody signed up. You didn't have any enrollments that came from it. You thought I have bad luck and you felt frustrated. Do you remember what you did? Um,
1: I probably just took a break, which was me like not sharing, not doing
0: anything Okay. So you avoided sharing. Did you avoid doing any more events? Yes. I haven't done any since. Okay. So avoided events ever since. Um, What did you do for the girl who you did a girl? Was it a girl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you, how did you interact with her? What did you say to her after the event when that happened? I'm just curious. I was,
1: actually very positive and very encouraging. Like, Oh my God, no, no worry. You know, uh, it usually takes like eight to seven times for people to like, see something to go for it. You know, I was very, very positive and I I did believe my words, but at the same time I was like, Oh my God, Miranda, not again. <laughs> like, you know, it's happening again. So,
0: okay. So little bit of like futurizing, right. Like self-fulfilling prophecy, like, Oh my gosh, it's happening again. And then in your mind, are you doing anything like, I'm never going to be good at this. I'm never going to figure this out. A little bit. Yes. Yeah. So sort of like beating self up a little bit there, judging self happening. Right. Like you're like, Oh, like, are you questioning like you're doing it wrong or? Yes. I mean, like I've taken workshops, I've asked
1: questions, I've, you know. I have learned as much as I feel like I can and I will continue to learn, but I don't know what's missing. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So like
0: self doubt, don't know Mm -hmm. what's missing, things like that. Okay. And then, mm, so you do this event a couple months ago. What month was it? Uh, Maybe May. Okay. So run an event in May, ran an event in May and you didn't have any enrollments come from it. Mm -hmm. And your thought was I have bad luck. Yeah. And then you felt frustrated. And so you avoided sharing, you avoided planning any other events ever since you encouraged your friend, you know, you encouraged your friend by telling her, Oh yeah. It's like, you know, eight to 11 times before anyone's going to do it, like you were really positive with her, but you were also sort of like lying to her because you didn't really believe that. (laughs) Right. And then you were sort of like futurizing, like, OMG, it's happening again, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're like beating yourself up, judging yourself and your ability, and then doubting, a little self-doubt as well. And really, um, I create my bad luck or I don't like myself as a leader, I don't trust myself are sort of like the ones that are, that I'm seeing most for the result that that gave you. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. I feel like, I mean, a part of me is like, I'm ready, you know, like I can do this, I can lead a team. But then when I have like the, two rare chances of like oh someone interested it just goes blah so it's why? like why does it do that same same scenario um okay great let's make a list of 10 people and let's you know three-way chats blah blah, blah and
0: all splat so when you aren't when you aren't relying on a result for validation It's easy to believe in yourself is what I just heard you say. Yes. But when there's a result involved very quickly, your brain's like, yes, something's gone wrong and it's all your fault and you're never going to figure this out. Right. What's the difference between the two? I
2: don't
0: know. Because in one in one situation, you're like, yes, I'm going to do this. I've got this. I can learn this. And then in the other situation, you're like, I have such bad luck. OMG, here we go again. The belief in myself? Yeah. And belief is just our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between the two? Our thoughts. <coughs> That's it your brain's like, no, in one of them, we're failing. But like in neither situation, you're not producing a result in either situation. But in one, your brain's like, yes, we've got this. This is amazing. And then the other one, again, no result is coming from that. You're not getting in it. You're not growing a level two from that. You're just (laughs) thinking, I've got this. (laughs) And then in the second situation, you're like, I have bad luck. See. I knew this was going to happen. OMG, it's happening again because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. But one motivates you to like schedule the event, gather the three-way messages, make the list of 10, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and then the other one is like avoiding doing anything that would ever make you any sort of income.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, if both don't provide a result, how do we know what works? I'm not sure. Cause it's, it's interesting to me that your brain is like, you know, telling you that it's your fault in one, on one hand, and then on the other hand that you can literally like accomplish anything. Right? Yeah. And then when you're like taking action from I can accomplish anything, you're at least engaging in activity Mm -hmm. where the other one, you're shutting it down, you're avoiding it, you're not doing it. Yeah. So, (coughs) What I'm kind of interested to know is when you are doing an event and nobody signs up from it, like, let's go back to the event, you know, in May, Mm -hmm. nobody signs up. What is another way to Like, what's another way to interpret that result?
1: I have to do another one. Because why? Because I didn't reach the result I wanted. So how do we know if you do it right?
0: We have at least someone sign up. And we know that we did it right if we have someone sign up.
1: Yes. How so? Well, I mean, I feel like that would be like, well, it worked. Someone was like, "Oh, yay!" And we reached them where needed to be
0: reached. Because it's kind of interesting. Because I'm like, <clears throat> you know, thinking about all the events I've run in the past, and I can do the same event for a group of people. And then the same event for another group of people. And I can have zero signups at one and then six signups at the other. And I literally didn't do anything different.
1: Mm, I so see. what's
0: the difference? The crowd, the timing. So if we can't control the crowd and we can't control the timing, how can we control the result, or how do we know that it worked? You can't. Why? Explain it to me. Because it's
1: out of your control. You can only do so much. But what can you do? Explain
0: to me what you can do. Keep going and not giving up. And how are we going to, what are we going to be able to believe? Like, what are we going to need to believe if that's true? Because right now, your brain's like, yeah, if nobody signs up, then we are a failure.
1: We have to believe in ourselves and that it
0: does work. But right now we don't, we're like, it doesn't work. See, here we go again. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we're basing our, like our, like your validation of if you did it right or not is all like, you've given all your power away on if you're doing it right or wrong to this prospect that's coming to your event that you don't know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you're like, if they like it, then I know I'm good at this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting. Like explain to me how that is a way to, that measures your success because it's not lining up for me.
1: It's not lining up for me either. Now that you put it in that way, it's actually kind of sad to like, um, rely on believing on yourself and what you're doing on people that you don't know, or, you know, like you said, their prospects
0: or even people that you do know, really. Right. Mm -hmm. Because why?
1: Mm -hmm. Why doesn't it line up? It's so much more than that.
0: Like what?
2: Um,
1: I don't know how to put it in words um you can't just give up because one person said no why not because that would be easy. That would, you'd be missing out on so much more afterwards.
0: What do you get to feel when you give up instantly?
1: Mm, Frustration and disappointment.
0: So when you give up, you feel frustration and disappointment? Yeah. Or do you feel frustration and disappointment when it's not working?
1: Both times.
0: Okay. I'm going to put my 50-50 chart here because I want to push you on this a little bit. Okay. Because I think your brain is lying to you just a little bit right here. Okay. When it's not working and the event fails, as you would describe it, meaning you don't have an enrollment, right? That's Mm -hmm. your thought that it's a fail, by the way. Mm -hmm. right? It's no one signed up at the event is totally neutral. It's just the fact. Did an event in May? No enrollments. Facts. Boring. But then your brain has a thought about it. It's a failure. I'm a failure. OMG, here we go again. Mm -hmm. Right? And (laughs) you feel frustrated what else did you say? disappointed. disappointed. I hope I'm spelling it right. <laughs> <laughs> you feel frustrated and disappointed. I think there might I think there should have been like two s's there. Frustrated and disappointed. And then you quit and you feel Relief. Mm -hmm. And what does relief feel like? Good. So good. Mm -hmm. So good that your brain's like, let's just stay here for a while. Yeah. Like till October. Cause when in May, when we felt frustrated and disappointed, we didn't like that. That's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's negative emotion. And so your brain's like abort, abort, abort. Mm -hmm. Let's just quit and feel instant relief. It's also going to give you some dopamine to reward you for this. Lovely. You're going to be like, this is so nice. It's sort of like if anyone is um, you know, like on a health plan where you are maybe trying to avoid eating sugar and you've had a stressful day, or maybe you're trying to like not drink wine anymore before bed. And, um, you know, you're like putting the kids to bed and it's super stressful and you're like, Oh, once the kids are in bed, you're like, I just want to like have a bowl of ice cream or eat a cookie or have a glass of wine. I'm feeling so frustrated and disappointed. So I'm just gonna, but I, I know, I, I know I shouldn't have the glass of wine because I. I decided yesterday that I wasn't gonna have any wine or cookie or ice cream after I put the kids to bed because I'm trying to do intermittent fasting or whatever it is that your, you know, your protocol is, right? Mm -hmm. And your brain's like, oh, but I just want to feel relief and I know I can feel it. I know, I know how to get it so fast. I I want, I need the dopamine hit. (laughs) I don't want to feel frustrated and disappointed. And the wine and the cookie and the ice cream is like instant relief, Mm -hmm. right? And our brain like literally thinks it's going to die if it doesn't have it, like die. And so everything in our body is going to, like the more we resist the urge, the more intense it's going to get Mm -hmm. to give in to relief, whatever that looks like, right? Like for you, (laughs) it didn't involve a cookie or a glass of wine or ice cream, right? For you, it was like, just feeling relief was good enough. Your body was like, yes, give it to me. And then stay there for a long time. Yeah, right? And so I always wanna caution people about this feeling of relief. I'm gonna do a post about it soon. Because relief is your most dangerous emotion that you seek as a business owner, Mm -hmm. as someone who's trying to reach a goal, as someone who's trying to improve themselves or change themselves. And do you know why? Like, why do you think relief would be a dangerous emotion? Because it feels good. So you want to stay there? Yes. And the only way to progress is one word discomfort. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's not going to be comfortable. Like, name to me a time in your life where you achieved something that was challenging, that was comfortable? Never. Name to me some things that you've achieved that were uncomfortable, that were great in your life.
1: My health from being both type one and type two diabetic to having to take medication. What else? Um... Earning my college degree. What else? Um, currently going through with with life, making life changes, big ones.
0: What like what kind of life changes are you making?
1: Um moving to a different country. Okay. Where are you going? To Colombia.
0: Okay. So it's so like every time I ask clients this question, they can never ever, never have been able to give me any examples of times where they've been comfortable and achieved great things. But then when I ask them, oh, tell me the things that were hard that have done great things for you, they can list immediately, they can list off like five, five, six things. Like they don't even have to think about it. But in the same regard, our brains are still like but I don't want to be uncomfortable. And I'm like, I know, (laughs) I know, (laughs) right? So if the only way to achieve a goal is to be uncomfortable, how do you want to show up with this goal? Is this, do you want to keep building your business? Do you want to keep doing network marketing? Yes. Why? Because
1: I enjoy it and financially it helps a lot. In what way? Have more freedom and what I can do with my family.
0: Talk to me about how you enjoy it. Cause you've only described frustrated and disappointed so far.
1: I've been able to help friends and family and help myself with our health. And it's something that I feel like should be a priority for so many people. So just being able to give them that is a gift.
0: And so when you do an event and nobody signs up, is that in line with the things you love about it? What do you mean? like you do an event you share your health story you talk about the products is that correct to assume that that's what you did on that event in may mhm okay and the person hears your story but they don't sign up until like 2 years later or they never sign up mm-hmm. is it still in line with the things you love about doing network marketing no why
1: because that's on them. It has nothing to do necessarily with me.
0: Interesting. That is totally not how I thought you were going to answer that. <laughs> so your success is not reliant on them signing up.
2: I guess not. Interesting. Interesting. So
0: how do we know if you're doing it right? Is it according to just say, belief, faith, trusting I, in self? Yeah, we can or, apply this to the we can apply this to the social media thing too. As I'm sitting here thinking about this, right? Because you have this social media anxiety because you're supposed to find a niche. You're supposed to have this branding and you just get so discouraged because it's supposed to look a certain way and follow a certain pattern. And if it doesn't, then why do it anyway? Mm -hmm. So if you're supposed to have a certain kind of event that's supposed to have a certain kind of result and if you don't have the result, why do it anyway?
2: I'm not sure.
0: Do you see the similarities between the two? Yes. What are the similarities? That I have to stop
1: depending on my success on other people's actions and thoughts
0: that I can't control. Yeah, because the result in both situations is I don't trust myself. Mm -hmm. And I started seeing this come up for me when I started doing my own self-coaching. When I went through the life coach school, I was like, okay, they say that if you self-coach yourself, then you're a better coach for your client. So you have to coach yourself every day. And I was like, okay, I'm committed. (laughs) And like every single result line for me was either, I don't like myself. I hurt me or I don't trust myself. And I was like, well, how does someone begin to trust themselves? Mm -hmm. How does someone begin to trust themselves? By believing in themselves. How? What does that look like? Mm
1: -hmm. Focusing on the good things that one can offer.
0: You're already doing that and you're not trusting yourself. Changing my mindset. Do you, do you have kids at all? Yeah. Do you, um, do you like, do you have a mom? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do you trust your mom?
1: Cause she's always showed up. She's taken care of me and
0: showed me love. Okay. She's always showed up. When you say she's taking care of me, what does that look like?
1: Um. When I was a kid, a baby, you know, crying in the middle of the night, she would get up. She would be the one to take me to my doctor's appointments, that sort of thing.
0: And even if you never learned to walk, do you think she would have continued to do those things? Yes. Why?
1: Because of her love for me. Okay.
0: So kind of fascinating here how like you trust her because she showed up. She took you to appointments. She loved you unconditionally.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. She didn't like expect you to get straight A's, although I'm sure she, you know, she might've wanted you to. <laughs> right. But like, she's going to love you anyway. Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Even if you fail. Yeah. So how Looking at the example of how your mom built trust with you, Mm -hmm. what are some ways that you can build trust with you? And I want to ask, do you think your mom was the perfect parent that never made any parenting mistakes? No, of course not. So how do you think she trusted herself to raise a child? By doing her best. And so how does she know she was doing it right? I turned out okay. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We still want to like go to that result thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the only way to trust yourself is if your child turns out okay? No. How Um, do we trust ourselves? How do we develop trust within ourselves?
1: Man, Emily, you're blowing my mind today. (laughs) Um... I feel like the answer is thoughts on this mindset.
0: I want to show you my little stick figures because there's no wrong answer. Just so you know. Okay. Yes, sure. Thoughts. Yeah, could be right. Here's you right now. Curly hair. This is my, this is my best drawing. I'm not, you know, there you are. And then this is where you want to be what rank do you want to be like when you picture yourself? Mm, Emerald. Okay. So this is like Emerald. You, Oh gosh, I've spelled it wrong again. Okay. I'm fine. And where are you at right now? Uh, senior silver. This is like 300 orders over at Emerald and then senior silver is where you are right now. And that's like 10 orders right Mm -hmm. and so in order for you to get from here to here we're just going to have perfect events that everybody always signs up in and we always get enrollments and that's how we get to 300 orders in a perfect world do you think that's how it's going to be probably not no why not
1: Cause life isn't perfect.
0: What was it like going through your health struggles to get off your medications? It wasn't easy. Why not?
1: How so? Mm, there were obstacles
0: in the way. Okay. So we could say these are all the obstacles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> were there mistakes ever along that path? Yes. Like, like what did you have to try different medications? Did your body did, was your body sick at sometimes as you were trying something new, like explain that to me a little bit.
1: Um, I kept gaining weight. I kept having more anxiety for food. So that would be setbacks.
0: Okay. So gaining. And again, like we're just going to use these as examples. This is not the path to 300 orders. Just stay with me. Okay. So, you said gaining weight was a mistake. Mm -hmm. And then what else did you say? Um, Anxiety anxiety. around food. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anxiety around food was another mistake. Any wins along here? Um, Not needing insulin
1: anymore. Okay. So, this is like
0: here, not needing. Insulin. Okay. Any other mistakes or happy things along the way?
1: Mm. Becoming physically stronger than I've ever
0: been. Okay. Physically stronger. Your body's perfect now. It doesn't have any issues. I don't think I'll ever be perfect, but it's a lot better than it's ever been. Okay. So we don't actually need a perfect result, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I just want to show this here because when you're going from 10 orders to 300 orders, Mm -hmm. what your mind is telling you is that the only way to measure if you're getting closer to that 300 is if you aren't making any mistakes along the way. But the actual only way To get from ten orders to fifty orders to one hundred orders to two hundred orders to two hundred and fifty orders to three hundred orders is you have to make mistakes, Mm -hmm. and every time you make a mistake, and you pull yourself out of it and rebound yourself, what is going to happen?
1: You're going to move forward.
0: Do you trust that you can manage your health now? Yes. Why? Because I've learned. From what? My mistakes. Oh my goodness. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Did you do the same thing graduating from college? Yes. Learned from your mistakes? Oh, yeah. So you built trust within yourself by learning from your mistakes? Yes, ma'am. So then, how are we going to build trust? in ourselves getting from 10 orders to 300 orders making a lot of mistakes a lot yeah because each time we make a mistake like do an event that doesn't work or forget to get on a call with a prospect that you planned or um start someone on products and they go through die off and you don't know how to help them through it or um, forget to check in with them. Uh, you know, because you didn't write down your check-ins and their order processes and they quit because they never got started and they just don't think this is for them now. And your brain is like, Oh, we're taking a step backwards, but really what's happening. We're taking a
1: step forward. Why? Because we know what not to do.
0: Yeah. Because we didn't know what we didn't know until we knew. Yeah. And now we know what to do if our body starts gaining weight mm-hmm. with diabetes. We're like, oh, I I've done this before. I totally trust myself with how to handle this. Right. Where you're like, oh, I did this event and nobody signed up. And here we go again. OMG right? It's no Mm -hmm. wonder you don't trust yourself because you're not giving yourself the opportunity to learn from the mistake and you're not seeing it as a step forward. In your mind, you're like, oh yeah, see, we're going backwards now. Mm -hmm. It's just a thought error because you're actually not going backwards when you make a mistake. You're only ever gaining more light and knowledge always when you make a mistake. Mm-hmm. Like when you begin to look at the mistakes that you make in your business, in your life, those of you that have kids, Miranda, if you have if you decide to have a family, like <clears throat> every time you make a mistake, you can look at it two different ways. You can look at it as oh. We're going backwards. Or you can look at it as I just learned something that moved my knowledge forward. And your brain is like, I feel frustrated and disappointed. Get me out of this. So let's quit and feel instant relief. And only thing that happens when you do that is you stay the same. I don't move forward. Your knowledge is going forward because when you make a mistake, but when you switch from these feelings to go to relief from quitting, then you're never going to be able to learn all these different mistakes that are going to get you to the 300 orders or wherever it is you're going. Mm -hmm. So what do we, like, we know that the things... That you've said, like planning events, helping people make their list, doing three-way messages, posting on social media. All of these things are eventually, they're just filling a bank account.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They that that those are the income-producing activities that will make you a paycheck when done consistently. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> any any course that you take, that's what it's going to tell you to do right like send messages make a post follow up very simple marketing it's not even just network marketing it's just marketing right and the more that you message the more that you post the more money you're going to make now this is this is just an eternal marketing truth and anyone that wants to debate it with me i want to know how successful you've been And how much money you've made doing it a different way. Because when I look at really successful business owners, both in our industry and outside of our industry, like doctors, for example, like my husband's a physical therapist, right? Mm -hmm. And so he needs orthopedic surgeons to send him their post-op patients. And do you want to know what he does to make sure that all the doctors know about him? He does not organically wait for them to come and see his open sign. He brings them lunch in their office and says, Hi, I don't know if you know who I am, but my name is Dr. Sean Gibson. I'm a doctor of physical therapy and I specialize in the shoulder and um, orthopedic rehab. And my clients have a 96% rate when I use uh, evidence based therapies on them. And I would love to work with your post-op clients. And some doctors go, Oh, thanks. I already have someone that I send my patients to. So appreciate you leave your business card though. And so then he keeps bringing lunch back to them over the next year or two until they realize that he's the one that they need to send their people to. Or on the first try, they're so impressed with him that they're like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, we've actually been needing a new person. Thanks for coming by. So he's literally knocking on people's doors, private messaging them. (laughs) And he's bringing them food, free food, free samples. And then he's following up and developing a relationship so that they know who he is and why they should utilize him so these things are across the board this is not just a network marketing tactic mm-hmm. right like everybody uses this in marketing from billboards to mailers to phone calls or whatever we don't mean we don't really get the phone calls as much anymore like we did back in like the 90s right but <coughs> But for the most part, those activities are going to bring income into your business. Maybe not right away. Might take some time to relationship build and do those things. But when consistently done over and over and over again, you're going to catch people's attention because the louder you are, the more people will stop and listen. That doesn't mean that you're going to be annoying or flooding your social media feed and getting unfollowed. You don't have to do it that way. There's a better way to do it, right? So when you do all those things, what are you going to need to feel to do, to take those actions? What emotion do you think you're going to need to feel every day to take those actions? Confident. Okay. And what are you going to need to believe about yourself to feel confident? That I can do this. And right now, we don't really believe that that's true. So we can utilize a bridge thought that says, you know, it's possible that by making mistakes, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so write that thought down. It's possible that by making mistakes, I can do this. Does that evoke confidence? If not, tell me, it's fine.
1: No, it does. It gives me the mental freedom to mess up and be okay with it.
0: Oh, perfect. So we can probably apply that to social media as well. And we don't have to worry about all this chatter about you have to have this perfect niche and this perfect branding just so you know i didn't have any of that when i hit the top of our company mm-hmm. niching wasn't even a thing and i had 400 friends on instagram most of them came from facebook i had about i had about 500 friends on facebook So a lot of times there's so many loud things all around us and we totally buy into it Mm -hmm. instead of trusting ourselves because other people's branding and marketing is to get you to not trust yourself so that you will buy whatever they're selling, their new program, their new thing, their new shiny thing that you don't have. And that's why you're not successful. When I see that stuff in my feed, I'm like, I mean, I can really trust myself though. And I mean, I just, I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm doing it right. And if I'm not, I'm going to learn them from my mistakes. I'm going to figure it out. You've totally got this. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Miranda. Thank you so much. Amy, you're welcome. Amy, you're up next. All right. Hello. (laughs) Hey.
2: How are you? Good. How are you?
0: Good. <laughs> what can I help you
2: with today? Um, well, a lot of things. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing that I've been thinking a lot lately. I've been in this business for two and a half years, and I'm still senior silver. And I've developed like I have two level twos, but that's because they're usually a spouse, and they don't order anymore. <laughs> Um, I just, the thought keeps coming. Like, I'm not a leader. I was, I've always been shy. I don't know how to lead. Um, I just want to develop like a silver. (laughs) I just, I want to take my kids to Orlando, Florida to Disney world and want to do these things. And I don't know how, (laughs) I mean, I know how, but I don't know. I think that that leader thing is, is blocking me. I don't know.
0: Explain to me why it's a problem that you don't know how to lead.
2: Um, I think a lot is like, if when I try and ask people to share or post, like if, if I think, well, if I be more influential or could motivate them better, I think my fear is coming across as salesy trying to get them to be salesy and I'm trying to do it more in a way of you know more natural way like oh let's help your mom or and I just I don't know
0: (laughs) if I could motivate them better then what would happen
2: then they would share
0: okay and when you think, if I could motivate them better than they would share, what do you feel? Anxiety. <laughs> and when you feel anxiety, thinking, if I could motivate them better then they would share, what do you typically do?
2: Um. Well, lately I haven't been asking people to post or to share because it scares me. <laughs>
0: So avoid asking people to post and share. Anything else you avoid doing when you feel anxiety?
2: Probably doing my work, probably doing my IPAs.
0: What does that look like when you avoid it?
2: Well, it's either like with the kids or like I just get busy with kids or if it's at nighttime, I'm tired and I watch Netflix. Okay.
0: Instead. What's going on in your head when you are avoiding asking people to post and share?
2: Um, well, there's a battle because I'm like, okay, I should ask him. I should ask him. And um I guess I haven't, I think, well, I don't. I haven't practiced that, you know, that script well enough to sound to sound natural and
0: so we're doubting ourselves and then we're judging ourselves, like saying, like, we don't sound natural enough. I haven't practiced it enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And and then what happens if we don't sound natural enough? Like in your brain, when you're like, Yeah, I, I won't sound natural enough, and that's a problem. Why?
2: Cause then it's just awkward. Cause that has happened before. I just, I feel like it's all, it's all awkward. And they're like, uh, no, I don't, I don't know anyone that, that needs any help. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. And Um, then in the end, your result is I am not motivated. Right.
2: Yeah. Or I guess, or I I don't get my level twos. I don't get to develop a silver because I have never asked.
0: I don't move forward would also be another result. Like you just said, or I don't like myself as a leader or I don't trust myself as a leader.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All of those.
0: And it's interesting because like your brain's like, yeah, and it's because we only have 10 people under us and two of them are level twos or however many it was. I just assumed. So how many people are ordering? I know you said senior silver. How many people are ordering? Um,
2: Well, I'm a little bit under that now. So like seven, eight people are ordering.
0: Okay. So seven people are ordering and two of them are level twos.
2: Yeah, but they, well, I have. I have had level twos before, but they don't order anymore.
0: Okay. So I have seven people ordering. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have seven people ordering and you think if I could motivate them better then they would share. And then you feel anxiety and then you avoid asking people to post and share. You get busy with the kids. You watch Netflix. You doubt yourself. You judge yourself. And then you sort of like catastrophize in your mind. You're like, yeah. And if I do it now with my lack of knowledge, it's going to be awkward. It's going to feel awkward, Mm -hmm. right? And so your brain is like, and I do not want to feel this negative emotion called awkward. What I'd rather feel is relief. So we'll just not do it right? Yeah. And the result that you're getting is I am not motivated. I don't move forward. I don't like myself as a leader and I don't trust myself as a leader. Yeah. And it's all coming from this thought. If I could motivate them better, they would share. Your brain's like, no, it's because I only have seven people and I only had two level twos and they were people's husbands and they're not even ordering anymore. I know because I had a I had a lady message me this morning saying her husband's order needs to be canceled. <laughs> it happens.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: So what do you think about all that?
2: Um I think I need to change that. I-
0: It's kind of interesting because, oh, like, obviously, I know you, <laughs> right? And I know I see your numbers. And you're, a, like, you recruit consistently. And you can recruit many in one month. So if you can recruit level ones, what's the difference with recruiting level twos?
2: it's. Trying to get them to trying to get them to share.
0: How do you get them to what buy the
2: product? Event? Keep following up. Um inviting them to events.
0: How do we get them to share?
2: Follow up, and invite them to events. <laughs> Asking them to post, (laughs) asking them.
0: And right now, right now, when we feel anxiety, we're avoiding doing all of that. So it's no wonder we don't have a result of level twos, right?
2: I guess, but what about when I was doing it? (laughs)
0: You said you had two people do it.
2: Yeah, one they shared with one person. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Why didn't you keep going? I tried to. What happened?
2: Um, one lady said <clears throat> um, that. Well, she's telling me about her other kids, and um, I was saying how it would be good for them and. I followed up, um, I think she invited them to an event or a zoom or something. And then, um, she never really responded to that. And then I followed up another time when there was the $1 membership and she's like, oh, they say it's too, too expensive. And I didn't know what to say. So I never said anything back.
0: Why not? What emotion were you feeling when you didn't know what to say? You said, I don't know Um, what to say. And you felt what?
2: probably anxiety just
0: what would you say like if you were talking to me and I was like yeah because this is exactly what I said to my sponsor before I started I was like it's too expensive what would you say to me
2: um I would say yeah I, I felt the same thing too um we had to work in it to our budget but I just got tired of feeling the way that I was that, you know, I needed to do something. And then sometimes I'll say, and once I, once we have started, you know, I, we don't buy as much junk food and save money on medical bills. So it actually helps save, save money.
0: So you already know what to say when someone tells you it's too expensive. But when you choose this thought, I don't know what to say. You feel anxiety and then you avoid saying what you know.
2: Because I want it to come across good.
0: (laughs) How do you know if it comes across good?
2: I guess if it. I don't know I mean part of me thinks well I guess if they would share if I could overcome their fears
0: can you overcome their fears Nope. who's the only one that can control their feelings can you control their feelings
2: no but I can motivate them can I (laughs) can you I don't know. I, I guess part of me thinks I should be able to help, motivate, or influence them. How so? Explain. It to I know you. it. I know it's ultimately up to them, but
0: explain it to me.
2: Well, like if I could over, I don't know if I could say it in the right way, um, to help them overcome their fears. Like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> what would you need to be feeling to know what to say?
2: Confident?
0: Anything else?
2: Um, not scared.
0: <laughs> but those are the things that you're feeling right now from the thoughts you're choosing. So how can you expect to motivate them if you're not feeling motivated and you're not feeling confident? How do we motivate other people?
2: By being confident and loving and... I don't know.
0: <laughs> how we have to first motivate ourselves because we can't control how other people feel. We think we can, but that's just a lie. The only way people feel something is from a thought that they choose in their own brain. So you can be inspired and motivated by listening to someone else, but the only place that you feel true emotion from are the thoughts that you have about what they are saying. So if you're motivated by what someone says, think about, (coughs) think about think about the last retreat that you went to and you were listening to someone who was, who you've in your mind, you were like, Oh, they're motivating me. Were they motivating you or were they motivated and they were sharing how they were motivated?
2: Yeah, they were, they were motivated themselves. They were full of energy and, confidence
0: and and your brain's like yeah that will come when we get some level twos we just have to figure out like how to get some level two so we can feel confident and motivated
2: i think so i guess so but
0: like see where the thought error is there it's like the chicken before the egg like which one comes first I love this debate with kids. I'm like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? They're like, the chicken, I mean the egg, I mean the chicken. I'm like, yep, (laughs) yep. In order to be motivating, we have to be motivated ourselves. And motivated is a feeling. Where do our feelings come from?
2: Our thoughts.
0: And so if we are choosing thoughts, I'm not a leader. I don't know how to lead. If I could motivate them better than they would share. None of those thoughts are giving you the feeling of motivated. They're bringing you anxiety. So, changing the belief around your leadership ability and around your ability to motivate them is where we start, right? And we start with compassion. Like, of course, I haven't motivated anyone yet. I wasn't motivated. No kidding. Right. And then curiosity. How do I enjoy like when I feel motivated, what is that coming from? What am I thinking when I feel motivated? Like, what do you think when you feel motivated to sign someone up? You meet someone, they tell you something about their health and you think, oh, I need to message her about my stuff. What is the thought before you think I need to message her about my stuff? What are you thinking about her? Why would you even message her? Why not just take your products and never
2: share? I'm thinking, gosh, this could really help this person. What
0: if you say it wrong? How do you know how to say the right thing to get people to sign up?
2: Keep trying. (laughs)
0: Because why? Because
2: they're not perfect. And they have their own choices. They can make their own choices too.
0: And like your prefrontal lobe knows it right now because you're feeling what? Um, I don't know. Yeah. And I would even dare say compassion for yourself. You're giving yourself a lot of grace right here. You know, you're like, I'm not perfect. They have to make their own choices, but this could really help them. And you're confident. You're like, this could really help them, but like, it's on them, not me. And it's that thought this could really help them that motivates you to message them, right? Yeah. So this could really help them is a thought that makes you feel what?
2: Motivated to do it.
0: And when you feel motivated, what do you do?
2: I message them, I message people, (laughs) I do my IPA.
0: (laughs) Do you post?
2: Haven't been lately.
0: (laughs) So weird, I wonder why I'm not signing people up and getting level twos, I can't figure it out. It's funny what our brain does, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, we'll just feel relief because we want to avoid awkward Disappointed and frustrated.
2: Just get here as fast as possible. Yeah.
0: So this thought, this could really help them exhibits this emotion of motivated for you. We just aren't saying it to ourselves when we're talking to people about the business. We're choosing these other thoughts. I'm not a leader. I don't know how to lead. If I could motivate them better than they would share. But this other one, this could really help them. It's like all these thoughts are just in a basket And it's just like keys to your car. You're like, which car do I want to drive today? Which keys am I going to pick? And you're like, oh, oh, I'm going to pick the I'm not a leader one. We're going to go drive that car today. But the other key in the basket that's available to you, you can just pick up. You can just decide to pick up your prefrontal lobes in charge. You can just pick up. This could really help them. I'm going to keep messaging them. I'm going to try different ways to talk to them, to ask them. And I'm totally going to be, I'm going to allow myself to be myself. Because if you're thinking I'm going to be awkward, guess what's going to show up in your results? You being awkward, (laughs) right? And the more you think about how you're going to be awkward, the more awkward you're going to come across. But it's picking those thoughts of like, I don't always say the right thing, but this could really help them. So I'm going to try anyway. Or I don't always say the right thing, but I always lead with my heart. It's almost like it gives you permission to like tap into yourself. Because one way that we trust ourselves, like I was talking with Miranda, is you build trust through love, making mistakes, carrying on anyway, learning from your mistakes, moving forward, showing up. So right now you just don't trust yourself to build level twos because you keep picking the keys out of the basket that have the tag on them. I'm not a leader, I don't know how to lead. If I could motivate them better than they would share. But you don't ever pick up those keys when you're messaging about the products. Maybe you sometimes do, but for the most part, it sounds like the keys you just grab out of the basket are this could really help them. Even if I say it wrong, like this could really help them. So I message them and I post. And in my head, I'm thinking about what this is going to look like in their life when they don't deal with this health struggle or whatever. Totally different set of actions than avoid asking people to post and share. Get busy with kids. Watch Netflix. Doubt self. Judge self. Catastrophize. The difference is just the thought, the keys you're picking up out of the basket. Which ones do you want to pick up and go out the door with?
2: Positive ones.
0: Well, and they don't even always have to be. Well, the way I want you to look at it is, is what result do I want to end up with? It's which thought gives me the result I'm after. Because when I am in my head, when I'm picking thoughts like nobody's going to like me, I talk too much. I should shut up. These are the thoughts that were like running in my head at my mastermind event. I was in a room with 23 millionaires. It was amazing. And we were all talking about our businesses and everything. And the whole time I was like, Emily, you're talking too much. Nobody wants to hear from you. And because like the majority of the room were life coaches and therapists, we'd go out to dinner and I'd be like, oh my gosh, my thoughts are like going crazy. This is what they're saying. And everyone's like, that's so funny. We love your comments. And then my brain's like, they're lying to you. (laughs) It's like, I just want you to see I do this also. But what I did in my head to like self-coach myself on the spot is I was like, okay, if my thought is I'm talking too much, in my result line is I don't like myself. And if that's my result line, then how can others like me? (laughs) I have to first like myself, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if I want to motivate others, where do I start?
2: You have to motivate myself. Yes. And we already
0: know, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, and like myself.
0: Right. That's the work
2: to do. Yeah.
0: Is it possible that becoming a leader is just being awkward <laughs> sometimes?
1: Maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <I guess laughs> Possibly. So. Could be. Is there like some rule book somewhere that says you can't be awkward as a leader?
2: <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: <laughs> these are questions that...
2: That goes my brain. <laughs>
0: these are, But these are curiosity questions to ask yourself, right? Like who says you have to, who says you can't be awkward as a leader?
2: me
0: (laughs) just you you're like no there's the social rule book it says number three no awkward leaders steve jobs you're out awkward leader billionaire bill gates super awkward billionaire It's like letting go of this idea that awkward means something's gone wrong or that you're going to fail. Start looking for evidence of people that are awkward and super successful. Because right now you believe you're awkward, whether that's true or not. At least as a leader. Doesn't sound like you think that about yourself with the products, which is interesting.
2: No, I still have my issues with the products, but probably a little bit better, like you said.
0: There's less judgment of self
2: with the products
0: is what I'm seeing. Yeah,
2: yeah, because that's, I don't know. Yeah, why? That's obvious to them, you know, and it's obvious to me, well, this is obviously going to help you.
0: What's different with money? (laughs) take a guess
2: that people think, Oh, that I don't want to do that MLM thing.
0: Do they, they say that to you?
2: Some people do.
0: What about the ones that don't? I said it, but I secretly wanted to make a lot of money too. Just because people say things doesn't mean that's what they really mean. Women, especially. I was like, yeah, I, I'm not interested in weight loss at all, but secretly I was like, but if I lost a couple pounds, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. People lie to themselves all the time. And then they say those lies to other people because they really want to believe it about themselves, but really deep inside the majority of people in our country, 70 of people are living paycheck to paycheck. Number one cause of divorce, finances. So they're telling you they don't want to do that MLM thing. It's like a child. They're like, I don't want to eat my broccoli. And you're like, I know. <laughs> but you're like going to get them to do it somehow. Sneak it into the spaghetti sauce, whatever. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So keep those facts at the beginning of your mind. They're telling you they don't need money. They're telling you their husband has a good job or they're telling you they don't have money and they can't afford it. And you're like, I know, right? Let me just tell you though, we couldn't afford it. So I shared with X amount of people and made X amount of money. The return on my investment was X amount of dollars. I spent 100, I made 400. I do all the work, you make all the money. What object, what, like, what are you thinking? Not like, what are you thinking? But like, tell me what's on your mind when I say that to you. Me? No, like when you, like, that's what I say to people when I'm talking to them who tell me they don't have money. I'm like, I know. Literally almost didn't spend a hundred dollars six years ago. Last year I made a million dollars. I get chills thinking about how I almost didn't buy these products. Super easy. You share with this amount of people. You spend $100. You make $400 back or whatever it is. And then you ask them, what are you thinking about when I tell you this? And they're going to tell you, I don't want to be salesy. And I'm like, I know, I don't want you to be salesy either. That would be bad for my business. I don't want to be affiliated with someone that's salesy. I know the way. I can show you. But when <laughs> you when you buy into their drama around network marketing and the stereotypes, which is what you're doing right now. When you buy into that drama, that's where the anxiety comes. And you're like, oh, I just, I just don't know what to say. I'm so awkward. We got to clean up your head a little bit, clean up your thinking around the drama because you know you're not salesy. You're gonna teach them how to not be salesy. You know the money, the return on the investment is greater than. And you know how to do it and you're going to show them. And you just say, I know, I don't want you to be that way either. That would not be good for me. (laughs) And like, let that guard down a little bit. Instead of like defensive, like, I know, I know it's so awkward. I know I'm never going to message you again. This is so awkward. (coughs) And be like, yeah, I know. That's not how I do it. Obviously, you've seen how I do it. It's not that way. And they'll be like, yeah, I have noticed that. Sometimes I'll be like, except in the beginning when I was like really salesy. But it worked out anyway. So I guess you can do it wrong and still be successful. Right? They just want a real person. That can know them better than they know themselves, which you do because you were them, right? Yeah. You're like the perfect person to help them see that doing this saves them money and opens up more money in their bank account. Because that's what it's done for you. Okay. Now time to go practice. Okay. Remember that thought, this could really help them. Makes you feel motivated. So we got to just decide what keys you're going to pick out of the basket. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, I picked the, I'm not a leader key. Uh, That means I'm not trusting myself. I'm not going forward. Okay. 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 What was I supposed to pick out of the basket? (laughs) What result do I want? Oh yeah, that's right. This could really help
2: them. All right. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Amy. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. All right, guys. We'll see you back here tomorrow. 9 a.m. Mountain time. See you then. Bye.